hello, 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 hello. This is your girl Michelle with Girls Talk Real Talk because when girls talk, just about anything can happen. So we are back with another episode of Church Hurt, The Spirit of Offense. And I have my co-host, my friend, my sister in Christ, Otisha Johnson here. So why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? Good evening, everyone. As Michelle so eloquently said, I am Otisia Johnson. I wear many, many hats, uh, but my primary hat, the one that I love the most is I'm a Jesus girl of all things Jesus related. I also happen to be a published author and publisher. I, I love to help people solidify their message and begin message with the masses. Thanks again so much, Michelle, for having me to be a part of this conversation. I am excited to I see what's going to so come we have, we have the third part of our trio that's going to be coming in a little bit later, so you'll yes. get to see her. Um, uh, we we ended up being the three musketeers in this regard, but you know, God is good. So I want to jump right in there because a couple of things since we've been on the podcast last with the very first episode, this is episode number two, there have been some things that have been going on that have literally been quite ridiculous. Absolutely um, ridiculous. I mean, just at the end, let me start off this way. At the end of the last episode, I made a statement because that's what God had put into my spirit to say at that time. Little did I know that immediately within 24 hours it was literally going to happen so at less the end than, much less than 24 hours <laughs> oh, much less than 24 hours See, it wasn't even 24 hours the same night <laughs> there we go but you know the spirit of offense is real yeah. and at some point in time we as individuals as people are going to have to understand that the spirit of offense is real. Yes. Um, we we labeled this church hurt the spirit of offense because we were really going to delve into all things spirit of offense and how if the spirit of offense in human beings had a baby, the baby mm -hmm. would be called church hurt. That part. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, since then, my God. I think all three of us have had the spirit of offense show up and show out personally. Yes. Each of our lives. Yes. Um, since I was on last with this particular episode, which was only a month ago, literally one month. It wasn't even 30 days because there's right. only 28 days in February. Right. So it wasn't even 30 days. But we got to see up close and personal what the spirit of offense will do once you call him out. Absolutely. So at and the end and of how show, he'll try to operate in you. Uh, okay, there you go. Yeah. At the end of the show last time, I made a statement and I said, now that we have uncovered him, now mm -hmm. that we have exposed him, be prepared because there was going to be some trouble in the camp somewhere, mm -hmm. some way, somehow. Mm -hmm. Less than 24 hours, it hit Otisia. Mm -hmm. Less than a week, it hit Tracy. And within a week, 
it started going mad crazy in my own family. Mm -hmm. And so the thing of it is, is, and I think that it's really important for us to understand and to define the spirit of offense. The spirit of offense can only operate in hearts and minds of hurt people who have refused to release the hurt. They won't let the hurt go. And so what ends up happening is it, it, when I was growing up, we used to say spirits jump and we would Mm -hmm. just didn't know what we was talking about. Let me just clarify. Didn't know what we was talking about. But in this case, it really does because if I offend Oticia, then Oticia carries that hurt around. And then she not only is offended, but she becomes the offender. So right. then when somebody hurts her, she becomes an operator in the spirit of offense. And she becomes the offender to an offendee. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps going and going and going. And so the key to this, just to throw it out there real quick for as fast and, and early, is forgiveness yeah yeah okay um i put a post up on my facebook page probably about a week ago and it says forgiveness says he who is without sin cast the first stone yeah and so the only way that we can combat the spirit of offense is two ways through love and through forgiveness that's it and those two have to work in conjunction with each other or the healing will not take place. So let's jump into it, Oticia. If I say the statement, hurt people, hurt people, what does that mean? You know, I think it, it really boils down to what I like to call the, the delusion of I'm no longer hurt. And so, you know, you have the individuals, they go through something, they were legitimately hurt they speak the Christianese, I forgive because it's what the Bible says. And but when they go out, go throughout their life and they encounter someone else and they have not truly been healed, they have not truly processed their healing. They have not truly processed their forgiveness because forgiveness is a process. We like to say that once we say the words, I forgive you, it's over. But if you're still hurt in that area, that means there's still some forgiveness that needs to happen. And so if you haven't allowed healing and and forgiveness to be processed through you, when you interact with someone else who may legitimately um, mean you no harm, they may not have a, a negative word that they could ever say about you, they could have your best interest at heart, but that spirit of offense will continue to be the filter through which you hear and then you will unintentionally hurt the person who actually wants to help you, the person that loves you, the person that you know had nothing to do with that previous experience. And so when I hear hurt people hurt people, I hear people who have not healed, processed their pain and walked out forgiveness will either intentionally or unintentionally hurt someone else down the road. Because without the processing of, of, of that pain, without the healing process, without the forgiveness, you're always going to hear through the filter of your experience. Now, that is so key because that is how we hear. We yeah. hear through the filter of our experiences. I know what you said. Right. But 
how I received it is exactly. based on where I am and not where you are. Exactly. Which is why the spirit of offense has the ability to step into a situation and something that was an innocent mistake becomes blown out of proportions because now I have tapped into that hurtful experience that I once went through. And now I am bringing all of those emotions, all of that to bear into that situation. And, and what, person, ends up happening, what ends up happening is now I am hurt and I hurt someone else. What were you yes. going to say? And the person that you're talking to may not have a clue what's going on. I'll never forget. I was talking to someone some years ago and, you know, just having a regular conversation. And, you know, I, I thought we were having a regular conversation and just, you know, sharing my thoughts on a subject. And this person got very upset with what I was saying. And I, I wasn't even I had no clue that what I was saying had hit their front door. I didn't know. We, I thought we were just two friends talking. But what I did not realize was. I unintentionally hit a painful spot in their life. And when you hit a, hit someone's pain point, the spirit of offense, if that person hasn't processed that pain, the spirit of offense can begin to speak to them and say, oh, they're talking about you. Or the, the, the way it's said now, she's throwing shade. And I'm like, exactly. I can't. I didn't throw shade. I didn't even know you were standing over there, sis. I, I didn't know that was your life. I wasn't trying to throw shade. I love you. But if, if, if we don't properly process our stuff, we'll think everybody is throwing shade. And now, well, uh, now I'm offended. Well, that's so true because um, just to, to kind of tell on, on my own self, I've been there. Yeah, I've been in that very situation to where um, someone came up to me and I was having a really bad day. And I'm one of those type of people. If I'm having a bad day, I keep my to myself mm -hmm. because I don't want to um, force you to have to deal with my mood and my bad right. day situation. Right. right. And so an individual came up to me and I was dealing with some personal stuff and they just started talking just like we would normally do if, if everything was normal we would just come up and we would hold um each other accountable and mm -hmm. begin talking just mm -hmm. talking and as tracy says i hadn't properly processed my pain yeah yeah okay and in the midst of that they said something that it was almost like an arrow to my heart and it went straight there, no chaser, hit mm. its target, and I went clean coal off. Mm -hmm. I read them from the top of their head to the very soles of their feet and then I blew their hair back. Mm -hmm. And when I got done, I was like, oh my God, what did I just do? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you can say I'm sorry so many times, but words is one of those things that you can never truly take back. Yeah. So, you know, they say that there are three things in life that you can't take back. One of them is words. Another one is a bullet. But sometimes mm -hmm. those words become bullets and they Absolutely. hit the party. Absolutely. And we have to be careful with that 
And as Tracy's saying, we have to properly process that pain. Number one, we got to know who we are. And when we're in the midst of a bad space, we have to give ourselves permission to be where we are, work through it, process it, get whatever lesson is meant to teach us, drop the experience and keep it moving. Absolutely. You know, something that, because I used to have a bad problem with going off to, I think we probably all have been there at some point in our lives, but I was in a, I was in a painful season of life and I would, it didn't take very much. I would just, I would go off on people. And as I began to uh, develop a closer relationship with the Lord, I didn't want to be that way. I, I, I just felt like I can't be a person that brings healing and pain at the same time. And so I just started asking God for like, just give me any kind of something so that in the moment, I can stop myself from popping off, even if I feel like it's justified. And I remember when he told me to just be honest about what I was feeling. And uh, I, w- I remember I was in the furniture store and anybody who knows me from when we used to live overseas, I've, I've told this story many times. I was in the furniture store and uh, to know me is to know that I love furniture. I love nice, expensive furniture. It makes me happy. It makes my soul <laughs> And I take a long, long time to buy furniture, right? So I will like literally stalk furniture. I'll go in and out of the store for sometimes six months before I actually make decisions, the decision to buy it. So I had done this. So this was a big deal. I ordered my furniture and I waited almost a month because again, we were overseas and it had to be shipped. It gets to my house and it's not what I ordered. So I go back to the store I tell the the delivery guys, take this back. It's not what I ordered. I go back in the store and I'm talking to the young lady and she is explaining to me that the piece of furniture that I had purchased, there was only one and it went to someone whose husband was higher ranking than my husband. And I'm like, I don't care what her husband's rank is. I paid for it. I've been waiting for this issue that went to me and I can feel my anger rising higher and higher and higher. And then I hear the Lord, remember when you told me to give you something? Just tell the truth. Tell her you're angry. And so I stopped. I took a deep breath and I said, I'm very angry. And I started whispering, it's not your fault. I'm really upset. And I don't want to hurt you because you didn't do it. And so she's looking at me like, "What? what is this woman doing? Right? And so we get the situation resolved about two to three weeks later. I am at a women's ministry event. I am the speaker who comes up to me at the end of the event, that same woman that wow. I did not go off on. And you know what she said to me? She said, I could see how angry you were. And she was weeping and, and she's my Facebook friend. So if she sees this, I'm sure she'll make a comment. She was weeping. She said, I could see how angry you are. You were, but thank you because you did not yell at me. You did not take your anger out on me. And I will never, ever, ever forget that moment. Even when you are justified, when someone has really done something wrong, when you have been the offendee, you have to be careful to make sure that you don't unknowingly hurt someone else, become the offender to someone else because you haven't dealt with your stuff. And you never know when God is going to use you or want to use you to someone else. 
And if you have been the offender in their life, they're not going to be able to receive from you. You're going to destroy your witness. And at the end of the day, it's not worth it. It's, it's not worth it to ruin an opportunity to bring someone to Christ because you were in your feelings that day. That is so true. And as you were talking, um, a thought came to mind. And so I had to hurry up and write it down because, you know, sometimes those thoughts come and as quick as they come, they leave. <laughs> so I had to write that one down. And when you were talking, the thought that came to mind was you did one thing right where I have done it wrong so many times in the past. In that same situation, I'm, I have known myself to read you the right of that. Just read it to you, the whole kit and caboodle. And I call it vomiting my emotions all over mm, me. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I that's how I check myself now. Yeah. I'm like vomiting. I mean, it's so bad Ooh, that my good. kids would be like, you really don't want me to call my mama. Wow. Because my mama will get your whole life together. That part. <laughs> that part. And so you you don't realize you remember that commercial that used to be on and it was a woman driving the car and there was a kid in the back seat. Mm -hmm. And you see the woman going off, just going off. You look in the back seat and the kid is mimicking every uh, move that she's making. Wow. And and that's one of the, the key things because there's always somebody watching. Always. And and it does, it, it messes up your witness. It does. One of the things that we have to think about, you know, we talked about the hurt people hurt people, but what we've been talking about without really labeling it is why are we less tolerant when we've been hurt? Mm -hmm. What what makes it okay for me to lash out at you just because I'm hurt? Right. And there's nothing in that scenario that gives us permission to do that. However, when the spirit of offense is running amok mm -hmm. in your neighborhood, on right. your side of the street, knocking on your door, mm -hmm. you will do that very thing. You will not become tolerant right. of other people and their pain. Right. You won't become tolerant of other people's emotions because we have to be responsible for how we behave. Right. Nobody else is to be responsible or accountable for how we behave. But I was talking to somebody yesterday and this is the thing that I said to them. A lot of times we don't realize the enemy plants thoughts, can't oh. control us. Right. But he can plant thoughts and then we live those thoughts out. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what else I think sometimes kind of going to our culture, going back to what you were saying about, you know, being able to read. We are almost celebrated as black women for being able to read people. Like it's a whole, we have phraseology around it. It's a whole thing where black women are celebrated. We, we have words like nice, nasty, 
corporate nasty. Like we have all this terminology around being able to gather someone, help you get your whole life. I can read you backwards and forward. And so part of why we continue in this behavior is because in so many different realms of our culture, it's celebrated mm -hmm. until you're the person that's hurt by it. And so that's where we have to kind of take a step back and say, wait a minute, did I just celebrate this person knowing that they potentially hurt someone else? Because how did it feel when I was on the other end of that read? And that's key. Alticia, yeah. that is key. Because the word of God tells us to do unto others as we would have them do unto us. And exactly. so in the midst of that, how is my behavior creating an avenue for somebody else to do me the exact same way. Because karma exactly. is a dog. Karma will come, come and knock on your door. Sometimes won't even knock, just bust in and say, oh, I'm here. <laughs> Whether you ready now. for me or not. <laughs> I, think, um, I think also, you know, we all can come up with our own stories of, of yeah. how we've been offended. But I don't think we always call it for what it is. It is the spirit of offense at work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and understanding the role and the job of the spirit of offense. The spirit of offense whole purpose is to create discord. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. And to create dis-ease. Yes. Because when it can control, when it can create discord and dis-ease, then disease is the end result. Absolutely. And and I would add to that division. Yes. Division. And 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 when when the spirit of offense is at work, we have to understand it comes to the enemy only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Right. That's it all. And and so since we know that the spirit of offense comes from him, anything that comes from him is sent to your life to kill, steal, and destroy. So is it trying to kill a relationship? Is it trying to steal your joy, or your peace? Is it trying to de destroy what you've been building with your business or with your reputation? You know, what, what, is, what is the purpose behind the spirit of offense attempting to enter into your, your world? It's coming to steal, to rob, to destroy something that God wanted to be a good thing for you. So, you know, let's even go into like, let's say a relationship between you and I. We know that that God clearly put this together. I didn't know you. You didn't know me. And God was like, let's these two together alone with, with Tracy, with her amazing self. And we just hit it off, the three of us. It would have been very easy had the three of us not been on guard. It would have been very easy for the spirit of offense to try to kill this. Yes. We're exposing him. And all it would have taken was if one of us had not processed our own pain, going back to Tracy's comment, then it would have been very easy for us to hear something wrong. And that would have given a foothold to the spirit of offense. It would have opened the door for him to try to destroy this. And now look at all the lives of the people who would not have been touched. I think sometimes we need to give real examples of this is what this looks like in operation. So we can stop ignoring it when we see it, you know, showing up in front of us. You know, you said that and, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much transparent with the life that I live um, yeah. because nobody has to tell on me. I can pretty much tell on my own self. 
sometimes my people my people and my family be like you telling too much information and i'm like well if it's going to help somebody guess what it looks good being told that's right and so for a lot of you guys that that are friends with me on facebook and that follow me you know that within the last two months my family has gone through major deaths i lost my only brother and he was my mother's eldest child and then unexpectedly i lost my eldest niece and in both of those situations i kid you not i cannot make this up if you talk to any of my family members they will tell you because you know we will tell the truth even though we don't like it um the spirit of offense attacked in both situations to the point where family members did not come to the memorial service because their feelings was hurt and i mean even even as deep as now anybody that knows my family knows that we are crazy with all capital letters probably got um exclamation points in the beginning and end of the word okay i think that's everybody's family that's all of us look <laughs> when we come together we love on each other and we're loud and we're fun and we just do us and so in the midst of what we were dealing with, one of the things that transpired is one of the family members told my mother that my family was toxic. Mm. And that really hurt my mother. Mm -hmm. Because anybody who knows my mother knows that that lady is nothing but love epitome. The, mm -hmm. the epitome of love. She accepts everybody. She finds joy even in the midst of adversity. You, you can't speak anything negative about her because she lives her life with character and integrity. And for someone to say that, it really hurt her. Yeah. But what she didn't do was attack back. Right, right. And, and so where some of us wasn't quite there yet, you know, would have said yada yada scoop and mm -hmm. you can exit stage left anytime you want to. Right. Um, she didn't do that. She kept praying about the situation and she kept speaking to that individual mm -hmm. to let them know, you know, I'm not hurt. That's where you are. That's not where I am. Right. And so That's we true. have to begin to look at that just because other people say negative things to us about our families or about us. We have to realize that's their story. That's not our story. Exactly. It doesn't become our story until we take it on. Oh, that's so oh, good. So it's kind of like wearing a coat. Yeah. If if it's your coat and it's been designed to fit you, if I try to put it on, it's not going to fit me. Mm. But I can drape it over my shoulders and wear it. And so now I'm taking on everything that that coat represents. And I refuse. Come on. And they, four years that I have been on this earth at this day and time, I refuse to put on somebody else's emotional mess. Mm -hmm. And I refuse to walk around with somebody else's emotional vomit on mm -hmm. me. That's so good. I'm not going to do it. That's so because good. It messes with my ability to reach the individuals that God has given me to reach. Exactly. Exactly. You you said so many really, really powerful things right there. But something you said reminded me of, uh, first of all, I got stories for days. So, I'm, you know, we're writers. So, listen, you know, viewers, listeners, <laughs> just know there will be some stories when we get to talking. 
um, I will never forget maybe 2008, 2009. I can't remember for sure which year, but we're visiting my mother-in-law's house and uh, I don't typically sleep with the television on, but we had fallen asleep with the television on. And I remember being, you know, sometimes you're in between awake and asleep in the wee hours of the morning. Mm -hmm. And I could hear uh, the television and it was these women's voices and it woke me up. And as I was coming out of my sleep, I turned over and I'm looking at this panel of women from that, from that day to this day, I've never seen that show ever again. I have no idea who any of those women were, but she said something that stuck with me. It was actually what woke me up out of my sleep. She said, when you bury feelings, you bury them alive and anything that is buried alive will eventually claw its way back up to the surface. That's oh, what that's I was up to. And when you were talking about the, the vomiting of feelings, that's what that's how the spirit of offense keeps happening. Because what we try to do within the with Christendom is, oh, I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. And so you're burying all of these feelings. You're just pushing them down like a trash compactor. But eventually, even a trash compactor has to be empty. And so all of these alive feelings, because you have not dealt with it, it has not been crucified in Christ, has not been put under the blood. So it's alive in you. And then someone interacts with you and they trigger that thing. Now you vomit all of those emotions, all of those very real and live emotions and emotions transfer. So now once you get it out of you, you feel better. You know, you've given someone a piece of your mind. You've gone off. You feel great because you got it off of your chest. But what you don't realize is you've imparted that spirit of offense into someone else. You've imparted that pain, that frustration, that disappointment. You've imparted that into someone else. So now you walk away feeling good for the moment. But now that other person has become a partaker of your stuff. I think we have to be we have to look at this because one of the things that I think is important for us to see, understand in this moment is that we have to give ourselves grace. Yeah. I mean, we gonna screw up, we gonna mess up. Things ain't right. gonna work out the way we expect them to. Life is not gonna be looking good every day, 24 seven and all of that. Okay, so give yourself some grace. Yeah. Understand that you have to give yourself some grace. Why? Because in the giving of the grace, we began to understand the importance of making sure that we are being authentic and that people get the opportunity to see what a real Christian looks like. Yeah, come that's, on. Good. that's good. Because real Christians go through. Yes, we um, do. The word of God in Job even tells us that man that is born of a woman is full of trouble. Mm hmm. Yeah. So it's already out there. We already know that these things are going to happen. We already have an understanding that it will take place. The challenge that we find ourselves dealing with is that sometimes we don't allow ourselves or give ourselves permission to experience the grace. Exactly. That is meant to help us work through our own mess. That's right. 
That's right. So I'm going to stop right here. And my girl Tracy has jumped on. So, hey, Tracy. Hey, can you hear me okay? We sure can. Okay. So, um, hello, hello. You've been listening in. I know you got some tidbits that are just ready to jump out. I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, what Tracy got? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I've just been. Listen, I've been soaking it up and listening and y'all throwing these little tips and nuggets out there. And I'm like, wait a minute, y'all doing the thing. I might stay on off. But then I was I was itching. I said, I get in here somewhere. (laughs) I said, I can't let my afflictions keep me down too long. (laughs) Throw my heat pack on and kept it going. (laughs) That's so pitiful. This is good. Yeah. Um, I I don't even know because I was just kind of listening, and um, I probably had something earlier, but you know, my brain and did something else since then. But this topic is so deep, it is so rich, it is so it's it's crazy because, like I told you before, Michelle, when we know we're talking about church hurt spirit of offense. I said, you know, for me, saying the word church hurt, that's just to get people's attention. Because really, it's literally about saying, listen, you have some stuff that needs to come up and come out. You got some stuff that need you need to be free. You need to come on and stop with the foolishness and just be real and transparent. I think that's the thing. Transparency. It's time for us to be real about what's going on. It's time for, uh, I'm talking about internally. It's mm-hmm. so much. Okay, so I don't know if you want to bring up the poli- the things that's going on in the world because I've been stuck on something. Normally, I am not one that comments on anything that goes on in social media. That's just not my thing. But oh, I don't girl, know the whole. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Okay. 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 Oh, girl. So the Holy Spirit just would not leave me alone concerning this whole issue and we know okay i don't know if you want me to throw names out there or what okay okay because so everybody does a whole kirk franklin thing okay okay so it's so amazing how we as believers christians church folk whatever i don't know what call us we get so bent out of shape and so thrown off by a piece of something instead of going to the root and realizing what's fueling the thing that we're so offended about. Okay, listen, the man cursed. So what? Wait a minute, Tracy, stop right there. Stop right there. Because I know some bishops that wear the bishop's hats that are in the bishopric, okay, that will cuss you to filth. To filth. Okay, so that that in and of itself cannot be what people are upset about. That's, but that's what they're making it about. They're making it about the language, but it's not the language that's the issue. And that's where my stance is. I'm like, the issue isn't the language. Y'all got to go deeper. What is fueling the response or the reaction? Offense. There's offense. What happens when we don't deal with offense, things come up. Things come. His son offended. 
So mm -hmm. therefore, I'm so offended by even if it's truth, it don't matter. I could just be offended because you corrected me and I don't want correction. I want something else. But because I'm so offended, I'm going to react and my reaction is what's going to be put on display. Mm -hmm. Nobody is going back. I don't hardly see anybody posting about let's talk about what could be fueling it. Let's talk. They're, they're more so I'm talking about the ones that actually are going back and forth and having this big issue about, oh, I can't believe he did that. Or, oh, I thought he was this big gospel artist. And oh, I, I'm like, y'all really like really like y'all. So now he's trash because you heard him say something that's always been said more than likely. Well, I think too. that's always do a certain place. That's what comes out, perhaps, you know, but is but we're getting angry, uh, but we're getting bent out of shape because we see that. But we're not looking at the fact that something else deeper is fueling exactly. that yeah. the response well, let me jump in right here, Tracy. Let me jump in because I want to make sure that we understand something that the spirit of offense does not operate in a vacuum. Mm -mm. Okay, does not operate in a vacuum. So for this young man to have recorded the phone call, he had to have set his father up. Mm -hmm. You don't know what went on prior to the clip that you heard. Nope. And I purposely didn't go to hear it. Okay, because I didn't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. But I know I have been in situations, my own self, where individuals have attempted to set me up mm -hmm. because they wanted me to blow up off steam so that they can show everybody she's not who she says she is she's right said she was and see she ain't no different than the rest of us mm -hmm. and, and a lot of times it is to knock somebody off of a, a pedestal that you put them on they exactly. didn't put themselves right. up there you put them up there right okay i'm done the problem is we we all have and I think I heard you say this OTC about you were just always just going off just mm -hmm. just saying whatever well there was something deeper because you were still a woman yeah. of God you were still yeah. a believer you were still saved sanctified filled with the Holy Ghost probably spoken tongues ran around the church whatever what I'm yeah. saying is but because you were all that that didn't excuse the fact that there was something deeper that if you got pushed there that was going to rise up just yeah. as well as you can still prophesy speak in tongue what that's okay. what we don't we we don't want to accept that we are always in a spiritual battle there is yeah. always an internal battle. And the more and more we mature in the things of the Lord, the less and less we will respond in the ways that will tear, that would, I won't say tear down, but that will compromise our integrity. Yeah. The go, more right and more that we begin to lean into the healing and the anointing of the Holy Spirit and allow the Spirit of the Lord to begin to really work on that. Because, see, I don't want to be delivered from cussing. I want to be delivered from offense. And if I'm no delivered more. from offense, I'm going to be delivered from well, cussing. Woo, I felt that in my yeah. own spirit because that's where we got to get to because we want to get everybody stop drinking stop cussing stop fighting stop fornicating stop we, I don't want you to stop none of that what I want you to do is get to the root of what is causing that because that's where it lies right in that place and right. then the other stuff that manifests 
those things we won't see. Right. We won't see as often or we won't right. see at all. See, it's always based on something deeper. And I wish that we could stop being so surface. Yeah. And really get to the place that we can see what is going on that's deeper. Yes. I'm not going to be tripping on nobody if I see a bishop, anybody say, now I'm not excusing it because I'm, listen, now if somebody was like, oh, you just condone it. No, I, I'm not an open cusser. You see here, I said that I'm not an open cusser. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's two kinds of cussers there's <laughs> open cussers and there's private cussers. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, let's just, you know, put it out there. But I, I, think so, you hit the, I think you hit the nail on the head, Tracy, because the reason that that people are focusing on symptoms instead of the root cause is, is the same reason that the spirit of offense is consistently able to maneuver. It's because mm -hmm. we're not getting to the root. At the end of the day, we're all human. We all have areas of our lives that we need to be healed and delivered in. And when mm -hmm. we don't deal with those things, when we keep putting Band-Aids on, when you really need an open heart surgery, listen, mm. you're bleeding. That Band-Aid is not going to help you. You mm -hmm. need open heart surgery. You said you came to the Lord. You said that you love him. You said that Christ uh, bled and died for you. So why mm -hmm. not let him do the whole thing? Why not mm -hmm. let him go in and clean all this stuff out? Mm -hmm. Because when that happens, there's not room for offense to constantly come in because mm -hmm. offense can only attach to places where you have pain. Mm. Ooh, say that again. I mean, my goodness, if you could say that again, offense, what? <laughs> offense can only attach to places where you have pain. That's good. And, and that's when we get healed. That, that's the thing that I think really gets to me sometimes about this modern day church. You know, we, mm. we love to do the feel good messages and we love to talk, as you mentioned, about the behavior. But mm. I want to get to, like you said, what is causing the behavior? Mm -hmm. Because you, the, the situation with Kirk and his son is two hurt individuals mm -hmm. and they're vomiting their emotions back into each other. They're Ooh. offending each other over and over again. Kirk said they've been doing this for 20 years. Yes, that's too long. How long are we going to go around the same mountain? That's too long. How long are you going to keep? Well, you know, the Israelites did it for 40 years. <laughs> and you see where it got them? Nowhere. We're supposed to learn from their mistake. I mean, they died. They didn't even get to go in. They didn't even get to go in. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, it goes back to something you said, Oticia. Um, there are a lot of times when we think that we have dealt with that thing, that we have healed from that thing, that we have forgiven. And what we've done, you know, you know, when you were little and you would go and you would get a, a play outside and you get hurt, you'd have a little boo-boo on your knee or your elbow or somewhere and you run in and you'd be crying and you're like, mommy, I hurt, I hurt. Mm -hmm. So then she would take a little salve, put a little salve on it and then stick a bandaid on it and tell you to go right back out there. And that's what we do. Mm -hmm. And then after we started, we keep messing with the Band-Aid. Mm -hmm. And then when we see it's got a little scab on it, we pull the scab off and it starts bleeding all over again. Mm -hmm. So then we got to run back to mommy 
and tell her we got another boo-boo. And so she puts a little bit more salve on it and stick right. another band-aid. And we continue doing this process. But mm -hmm. that's exactly what the spirit of offense feeds off of. Yep. Because we never allow God to heal it. We always are just doing the pat answers. Right. I'm forgiving. I'm not going to judge you. All of this. But if we go back, now I have a favorite story in the Bible. I have a couple of them, but this is probably one of the best, one of my most favorite. When the woman with the issue of blood, she spent all of her money, everything she had in order to find a cure. And there mm -hmm. was no cure to be found. And so back in that day, as you know, if she went out in public, she had to pronounce loudly, unclean. Mm -hmm. Because if anybody mm -hmm. came in contact with her, then that would be ceremonially unclean for them. And they would mm -hmm. have to go through that ritual cleanliness. Mm -hmm. So she crawls on the ground in order to get to Jesus so that people would not see her that knew her mm -hmm. and knew of her condition. And so she touches the hem, not him, the hem of his garment. And immediately her issue dried up and she was healed. Mm -hmm. The thing of it was, is that when Jesus asked who touched me because he felt the virtue go out of his body and she responded, he didn't say you are healed. Mm -hmm. He said, your faith has your made faith. you whole. Mm -hmm. We need to understand the difference between wholeness and healing. There's a difference because yes, when we do it, we uh, we seek healing. Mm -hmm. When God does it, He wholeness. seeks wholeness. Come on, He fixes everything in your life that is associated with that thing. He fixes it all so that it will never be another issue in your life. Right. That is why we need to go back to the Master, to the Creator. Yes, when we are having trouble with these issues of life. Yes. Because we have them. I don't care mm -hmm. who you are. I don't care yes. how saved you is. I don't care how much you shout. I don't care how much you speak in tongues. I don't care how much you run around the church. I don't care how many Bible scriptures you might know. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you can quote them from the beginning in Genesis to the end in Revelation. Mm -hmm. Okay. We all have issues of life. Yeah. And if we don't deal with those issues of life, then we open up a door and allow the spirit of offense to come in and wreak havoc on our lives. So good. So good. So true. Mm -hmm. So I wrote, I, I typed out, well, I want to do uh, Millie McCullough. She said, we must heal from inside out so that we won't have scar tissue. Oh, girl. That's good. Girl, something. That's good. Because when God does wholeness, there is no scar tissue. Yes. There's nothing left over to even indicate that there was ever an issue in the first place. No residue. None. That's good. We we have to understand that. But I, I typed out what you said. Offense can only attach to places where you have pain. Yeah. That's, That's the only place. You. That's where it hits you. That's where that saying, a hit dog, a holler every time. Yes, Lord. Mm -hmm. Whether I'm talking to you or not. Mm -hmm. 
But if if you hit, and then you can always tell. So this is how the enemy messes us up. You can always tell a person's issues by how they respond. Yes, Lord. You're telling on yourself. I didn't even know that that was an issue for you. But you're telling on yourself because mm -hmm. you're responding. It's it's almost like when someone is sitting in in church and the pastor's preaching something and they get all up all offended. Pastor in the pulpit talking about me. How you know it's not ten of y'all in the church that's going through a similar experience? Maybe the word is coming across the pulpit because. We actually need to hear that word. It, I, and don't get me wrong. I do understand that there are times where things like that can happen. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. It does. But I'm saying the spirit of offense will have you thinking it's happening even when it's not happening because you need deliverance in that area. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the only time, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but in those moments when he shows up, he's only showing up because your healing is is imminent. Yes. I, mm -hmm. you, you're about to walk through a door that has already been opened for you to give you exactly what you've been seeking God for. And so what he does is he shows up and sees how you're going to react to what he does. Yep. And if you react immaturely, then you set the clock back and now you yep. got to go back through this whole situation in motion again before you are ready to walk through that door again. Absolutely. And so I, what God has shown me at the beginning of the year, and it's just simply been blowing my mind, is he's been saying, sit with it a while. See why it's there. Mm -hmm. Because the one thing that I know, and I've gone through this myself, but the one thing I am certain of, and I will put 100% backing on what I say, is that offense only happens when a breakthrough is about to operate in your life. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's when it shows up. That's when you begin to see these things happening in your life. And then you'll sit back and you're like, well, why does this keep going on? Why does this keep happening? I ain't understand. Sit with it for a while. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sit with it. Pray about it. Ask God to reveal some things to you. And trust me, if you sit with it a while, it's going to tell you all of its secrets and it's going to mm -hmm. tell you its purpose and it's going to tell you all of its lies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But what we want to do is we want to slap the band-aid on it and keep it moving. Right. Got to sit with it a while. It's kind of like, you know, what the the old mothers of the church tell, used to tell them, well, baby, just go sit down for a minute. Just go mm -hmm. sit down. <laughs> you just need to go sit down and be yeah. still. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't say be still. They'd be like, but still, just be still. <laughs> you know? it, it, it's sit down. Where you got to just Stop. Yeah. Quit it. Take some time and get your whole life together because God yes. is trying to talk to you. And what the spirit of offense is doing is creating distraction. Yes. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that you can't hear what God is trying to say to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And those and distractions are loud enough that they get you caught up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You said, you just said that last part, part 
caught up. It'll get you caught up. Because yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to make a just kind of a even another comment concerning what I was talking about. Once we know, because that time frame when we're saying I'm going through this same thing for 10, 15, 20 plus years, at some point I got to recognize, okay, what's my trigger? Mm-hmm. Why is this my trigger? Mm-hmm. And what am I going to do about my trigger? And mm-hmm. sometimes the harsh reality is that I just can't let certain people in my space. Yes. I don't care who you are. Yeah. If you're my mother, or my father, or my sister, my brother, or my child, my spouse, my friend, there's a place in my life I just cannot let you in. That's my trigger until yeah. I am totally healed. So if I know that every time you say the word dog, I'm going to flip out then. And I know you're going to do that. I know that that's your agenda. I know that that's how you roll. Then I'm going to have to remove myself from you until I am totally made free. And that when I come into a conversation with you and you use my trigger word, it's no longer my trigger word. Sometimes we're, you said this earlier, we're um, about the healing. Oh, what did you say? I wrote it. I typed it about, I can't be hurt and healed or healing someone. She got me. Throw it up there so I can keep going. Oh, you can't be a person. Yes, that brings healing and pain at the same time. Going back to the Kirk situation, that's exactly what's going on. If we if we need an example, I think he went ahead and gave us one. I'm just sorry. He just went ahead and did it. Um, that's right there. He's talking about I'm trying to help my son or I'm trying to heal the situation. But at the same time, you're trying to be a person of healing and yet you're bringing pain in at the same time you're too hurt you're too offended he says something you're going clean off because that he knows he can say that and he knows you're going to go clean off and so i was like well i can't keep trying to help you in this area because you're going to keep on making it something that is not i'm trying to say this but you're going to say this and You'll say something that'll make me feel some type of way. And so now I'm feeling some type of way. And what my original purpose for being in this conversation was, it ain't no more. We didn't went and veered off. And now we arguing about um, food. We started right. talking about something. And it's like that would just would just happen. And I think too many times that's the problem. We are always trying to heal situations and bring things together and but we ourselves we got to recognize what is like you said to sit down sat down marinate look inside to say if i say this and they say this can i handle that can they tell me that i let's say my child if my child says you are a horrible parent and if i know different am i going to go all emotional and postal when they say that, Come or on. am I going to be okay? Because I know who I am and I know what I've been in the situation. Am I going to let that roll off my back and say, you know what? If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. And if you want to post it all over the place and tell your friends and tell the rest of our family that I do this to you, I do that to you. 
so be it. I'm not going to sit there and try to defend myself. I'm not going to sit there and fuss and argue with you about it. I'm not going to sit there and try to clear my name because you feel what you feel. There's nothing I can do about it. That's maturity. When you can say, you can say so much about me. You can come from me as much as you want. And I just sit back and say, well, that, that is what it is. That's how you feel. But if you think about it, a lot of this, and, and just like we have seasons of weather, you know, right now we still in winter. We haven't necessarily got into spring yet. Um, but just like you have summer, spring, winter, and fall, we have seasons in our life. And you have to begin to recognize when they show up, what season mm -hmm. that you happen to be in. Mm -hmm. Because the season that the body of Christ is in right now is a season of manifestation. Mm -hmm. God has told us that whatever it is that we desire of him to let him know, and he will manifest those things in our life and it will mm -hmm. show up in our reality. So understanding that we're in a season of manifestation, the spirit of offense knows how to show up to make sure that you lose sight of what season you're in and you never put in your request. Mm -hmm. So if I'm so distracted, because I want to say this from what I've read about the Kirk Franklin, he got so distracted by the anger from the mm -hmm. things that his son was saying that mm -hmm. he snapped back, mm -hmm. but he did come to himself. And when he came to himself, he called a therapist and brought a therapist on the line with them to try to help them work through this. Mm -hmm. And so that's the part you don't hear. Right. You know, we can, we can snap, but we can also come to ourselves and realize that I am adding to the problem and I am not presenting a solution. Mm-hmm. And began to look at that. But that's how the spirit of offense works. Because I'm here to tell you, the spirit of offense works. Look, he is getting his work out right now. Okay? Mm -hmm. He's getting his work out in families, in churches, in businesses, um, in communities, in politics. Mm -hmm. Okay? And all of that. So if we understand who he is, if we expose him for who he is and what he is capable of doing, we can't stop there. We have to begin to look at how am I gonna deal with him when I am not that seasoned of a Christian? Well, mm -hmm. how do you deal with it? You go back to the creator and you ask the creator to order your steps and to guide you in the way that you need to go. Because mm -hmm. even the word of God, now see God was so good in this word that he knew there were going to be certain things that would come up. And he told us to season our tongue with the salt of the word. Mm. So if we know that we have been operating in the spirit of offense and allowing him to run amok in our lives, then that means instead of chewing those words of anger and hurt and animosity, go over there and, and chew on some of the words in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Start reading about that Those fruits of the spirit mm -hmm. start, start reading some of Paul's writing And that tells him that Those times that I would do good Good is, is absent I, I do the opposite 
And it, it is there to let us know that regardless of what we go through, there is always times in our lives when we are going to mess up. We will not always get it right. Yeah. But there was something that we had talked about before and I had written it down. It is our responsibility to hold ourselves accountable for us being the perpetrator of offense or being the receptacle that holds the offense. It is how we react or respond to it that shows our character, our integrity, and our growth, or the lack there is, thereof. Mm -hmm. So I purposely said receptacle because it's something one of you said earlier. They not only vomit the emotions onto you, but they they put all of that, they dump all of their stuff onto you. They just mm -hmm. dump it. And you become the receptacle that now is carrying around their mess, mm -hmm. their stuff. Now, they didn't went on off about their life because now they good. Mm -hmm. They didn't got it out of their system. And now you carrying it around and you're mm -hmm. trying to figure out what to do with it. Well, don't do the same thing to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, we yeah. have a God that specializes. Come on. And one of the things that he specializes in is cleaning up mess. Mm -hmm. So That's put it at the feet of the master and let him deal with it. Yeah. Because he can handle it a whole lot better than what we can. Absolutely. And we have to begin to realize that if I am not a part of the solution, then I am definitely a part of the problem. Absolutely. Right. Right. And sometimes we got to be quiet. We think that we always got to respond to everything no. sometimes. And it might make somebody mad. I'm learning that um, my um, husband is one that sometimes he doesn't respond to everything. Of course, you know, that don't do too well with wives at times. <laughs> like, Wait, what? what? But I've learned to understand that sometimes no response is the best response because um I've had to find my own self in situations that when I respond a little too much, then I'm a little bit all out of sorts. And I'm like, man, why did I, I could have just really just not said nothing, but I'm so concerned about the other person understanding me, or you got to hear what I'm saying. And I need you. And sometimes you just got to let people be wherever yeah. they are going to be at within their thoughts and within where they're at, because maybe at that time, they're not even going to be ready to receive right. what you're trying to say. And I yeah. think that plays a big part to the whole spirit of offense as well, that sometimes, you know, we try to, how do we, how do I say it? We try to prevent offense and we can't. And some, cause sometimes offense may have to happen up front. And I'm saying it in the way to say they may get offended because I don't respond immediately, mm -hmm. but that might be the, best thing for the situation is that I don't respond immediately because maybe what I'm going to say at that moment is going to make it way worse than what I, if I just take a moment, not respond, maybe let them think about what they've said. Mm -hmm. I think about it, then come back together. Sometimes we think that we got to hurry up and try to fix something in advance. And we, we, we mess it up. We do too much. I think we just, we do too much and we just got to just say, like you said, Michelle, sit down, sat down, sat down, just let it marinate 
and think let let that thing just kind of hold on because i'm seeing that too many times i've been a uh we say the victim and the perpetrator of of offense you know being an offender and offended just because of what i just said trying to fix it in advance or trying to defend myself then i'm making it way worse because i'm trying to say too much and now i didn't blew up the situation more instead of just saying you know what I'm sorry you feel what you feel. I don't know what happened, but I pray that I'm going to go pray and let the Holy Spirit prayerfully reveal something, you know, just kind of let the, like you said, God can really work this thing out in a wholeness. I mean, for real, for real, he can do a whole work. He can do a whole work if we let him. Why don't we let him? Why? Yeah. A lot of times it's because we think we can handle it. Something you said brought to mind. Um, I had shared this scenario with somebody at some point in time. Um, and I call it the heated oil scenario. So you know how um, back when I was growing up, my mother only fried chicken in a cast, cast iron skillet. Mm -hmm. I don't know why only in a cast iron skillet. I have yet to understand that mindset. But it was a cast, a huge Mm-hmm. The one that I would struggle trying to put it in the cabinet after mm -hmm. I had to clean it. Okay. <laughs> but one of the things with it, when you get the, the, put the oil in it and get it heated, the oil just maintains its integrity. Mm -hmm. mm. It doesn't spark until something wet is added into the oil. Mm -hmm. That's when it starts sparking and, and throwing off oil and then you get them little burns and stuff on you because they popping up and the oil is real hot. It's the same thing with us. Mm -hmm. we, we are primed for sparking because we haven't dealt with our issues. That's we good. haven't allowed God to make us whole. That's good. We have told people that we have forgiven them and we go by this thought process well i'll forgive you but i'll never forget well in in reality if we really want to think about it every time we see that person if it comes up we really ain't forgave them right and that's why we can't forget it right and so what happens is the minute they say something off that's that wet thing that's he put into our heated pot Mm -hmm. of oil and now we just spark and we're burning everything around us we just throwing off bad vibes and, mm -hmm. and everything but love mm -hmm. right and you know as you know the only time that you won't get burnt is until you put a, a top on it mm -hmm. and it takes away its ability to burn you mm -hmm. and sometimes that's what we have to do we got to turn the fire off we got to put a top on there and we got to let it sit for a while until things calm down mm -hmm. because you never know all the time of what is going to be a trigger. Mm -mm. But when it presents itself, we have to make a mental note that that is a trigger. Mm -hmm. And then we have to tell ourselves it will not be a trigger going forward. Right. And we do our own self work. Right. Mm -hmm. And I yeah, you want to say something? I was, I was going to say exactly what you just said. It, it boils down to self-work. If we are going to stop the spirit of offense from operating in us, from affecting us, from, from offending us, 
it boils down to getting quiet, sat, sat down, <laughs> spend time daily in the presence of God. I can't start every day in the presence of God, praying, reading my word, sitting quietly because you know, prayer is a conversation. So I can't just be running off at the mouth. I have to be quiet and receive. I can't spend every single morning doing that and still be popping off because mm -hmm. when I'm sitting with him, he's pulling stuff out of me. Mm -hmm. He's taking those triggers and he's removing them. You know, we always talk about somebody pushing our button. You shouldn't have any more buttons. I mean, mm -hmm. like literally his presence, he's just, I want that button. Will you give me that one? I want that button. If we would all, rise and accept the challenge to allow him to snatch all our buttons away. Mm. There will be no more spirit of offense. If we're going to stop the spirit of offense, it starts with every person having personal accountability to God, mm -hmm. staying in his presence and letting him constantly make us whole. Mm -hmm. Every time something new comes up, because you're going to keep living. And as long mm -hmm. as you're interacting with people, there's more. Mm -hmm. And so every time something new comes up, I go back in his presence because every day I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. You know, this is about growth and maturity. You mm -hmm. know, we can't say I've been saved for 30 years and you still sound like a toddler. Like at some point, we have to accept responsibility for our own actions. Look in the mirror and say, girl, you jacked up. But mm -hmm. that's okay. Jesus knew you were going to be jacked up. That's why he went to the cross. So let's not make the cross of no effect. Yes, mm -hmm. utilize the finished work of the cross so that we can walk in wholeness for real. And mm -hmm. that'll put it into the spirit of offense. But Oticia, I like my buttons. I like the fact that people know That's I can pop problem. off. That's the problem. I, I like the fact That's that people know that I can pop. Because see, you try, what they say? Try Jesus. Don't try That's me. Hash, hashtag. <laughs> because I, I need everybody to know. Don't get it twisted. I'm a wait, Christian. Wait, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. <laughs> you, what, don't make me snatch your edges back. Don't make me snatch your edges But you know what that is? That's time that is so crazy because we feel like being a Christian or a believer says I'm soft, I'm weak, I'm a doormat, the I'm it, it, the exact opposite. So we feel like that if I don't leave a little hood in it, then you're going to try to run over me. If I don't mm -hmm. leave a little bit in there, because if I if I let it go, if I give all my all, you talking about all my buttons, you mean every last button to God? You mean I can't keep a half of a button? No, no. So, so listen, <laughs> you know, Beyonce had a saying in one of her songs. She said, the best revenge is your paper. Hey. If you're going to get to the real paper, the best revenge is your wholeness. Well. I'm just saying. I couldn't even stay over there. <laughs> doing the same thing that everybody else is doing, getting the same results feeling good about myself in the moment because I popped off or I can go over here and elevate to another level, mm -hmm. roll on up. Right. And then I can really have the life that I want because I'm not constantly being pulled back down into things that I supposedly have already outgrown. Either I'm going to be a toddler in the spirit or I'm going to be grown. One or two. Well, you know what the word of God says. 
that that he he wants us to have to be on more than the sincere milk. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We need to be on some steak and potatoes of the word. Yeah, you know, exactly. there is a place. You know, um, one of the things, and it, I mean, we might be laughing or whatever, and and making joke about it, but I want people to truly understand this: that nobody can make you feel any kind of way. You have okay. to give them permission, right, to have that type of impact and effect on your life. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody can make you feel anything. It's that, a choice. Opening up the door and giving them free reign to come in and do whatever you want to do. And and that was one of the things, you know, when I was growing up and we would ask my mom, can we bring so-and-so over? And she was like, yep, you sure can. And then when it's time to clean up, they want to leave. They don't want to help clean up. They, they help mess up, but they don't want to help mm-hmm. clean up. And my mother would ask us, well, is that the kind of friends that you really want that when it's time to clean up, they leave you to clean up the mess that they help make? Or do mm. you want the kind of people in your life that's going to help you clean up the messes in your life? And mm-hmm. I say this for this reason. If we know we have buttons and if we know those buttons are tender buttons, they don't take much for us to pop off. Then right. you to be with a sister in Christ or a brother in Christ that's going to check you on a regular. Yeah, right. That is going to bring it up close and personal and let you know, okay, you was messy and you was nasty. Yeah. You need to go fix that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because we mm-hmm. all we all should have that one friend. I've got several and sometimes mm-hmm. it's irritating. <laughs> but I, I have those friends that be like, Michelle, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really got... Really, you you yeah. you need to handle that, yeah. and I'd be like, hmm, whatever. And then half an hour, forty five minutes later, I'm like, yeah, I gotta handle this. We can't do this. We just can't do this. And mm-hmm. even at the beginning of of the show, when I was sharing the stuff that was going on within my family during around the two deaths, um, I could have been offended, and rightfully so because. I'm a firm believer, don't come for my mama. Right. <laughs> you can come for anybody else, don't come for my mama. But then I had to stop and I had to think about it. My mother will be 83 tomorrow. She has lived a full life. Mm-hmm. And at 83, if she can't handle her own, what I look like. Right. For you. Mm-hmm. She's got what she needs on the inside of her to do what it is that she needs to do. That's good. There is nothing that I can teach her in what I'm doing. She's teaching me in how she's handling the situation. Mm-hmm. Unlike a lot of people, I am blessed to have a spiritual mother and a natural mother in the same person. Mm-hmm. And everybody can't say that. But I can look to her and I can say, okay, mama, and she... Cause she did it when she was here. She was like, okay, that might be how you feel, but we, we don't act like that. Mm-hmm. We, we don't act like that. Now, just cause they act like that does not give us permission to act like that because we better than that. Mm-hmm. That word, yeah, that word. Cause yeah. we better than that. You'd be like, <laughs> you'd be like, Arr. but it, it goes back. Personal accountability. Personal. 
I don't want to be better than that. <laughs> you start grunting. I don't want to be better than that. Oh, no, we want... do that side eye. You know, you got that side eye. <laughs> Mine is this. It's that, that one face like. <laughs> because I don't. Because you want to, like I said, and I know it. Because I'm more mature. I know it. Because whoo, I'm embarrassed now. Of some of the stuff I've done openly in the church. Mm-hmm. I was right though. I mean, people did cheerlead me because they were like, it was about time somebody said something. But look who I who I looked like. Did you, say I was right? did you say I was right? Wait a minute, let me get a little bit closer. I was right. I was right. Yeah. My maybe my response wasn't, but what I said was right. But did I have to do it openly? Did I have to do it in a harsh yeah, manner? Of those open rebukes. Do did I have to do it that way in yeah. order to prove a point? Just because they may have been trying to embarrass me and trying to say something to me and doing it to me, a person of leadership, did I have to then snap off and and put them in they place and start saying all kind of stuff just because they were spew, like we said spewing out? So it's yeah. like. Maybe that was something that you carry in the back office. You carry later to say, listen, I did not appreciate what you said out there the way you said it. Now, let me tell you, hold on. Now, what was that about? You know, instead of being out in public. Oh, so you want to say that? Oh, I got something for you. And then you look at because then who who all got to apologize? Now, we got to apologize for openly showing and displaying something. And then people never forget. People yeah. never forget. They are always look at you as oh yeah don't don't now be careful don't with, mess her. with her don't mess with and, and unfortunately that has been something on me for years because you've seen me respond a certain way now I'm a straight shooter too now that mm-hmm. now now let's just go ahead and put that out there too I am a straight shooter but then there's also been things that I regret allow places I allowed my emotions to take me and people had to witness it and so now people have a perception that I'm like now really I'm not this overall person that you're making me out to be I am really the the coolest person you ever want me I'm fun I'm crazy I'm you know I'm not that person that was me allowing myself to be pushed allowing will you hear the word allow allowing mm-hmm. myself because they didn't do nothing they didn't make me say what I said they didn't make me have the response I chose to respond in that moment and now I have that one thing that's on me that people can say, oh, don't mess with her. <laughs> Be careful. And we and we get fueled from that. That's another thing. People get fueled up and they get yeah. pumped up from somebody thinking they're big and bad because we see that so much like, yeah, so-and-so big and bad. They'll tell you off in a minute. And, woo! and it's like, it's not really cute. That, that's really not you know what? cute. It, it reminds me, the Bible teaches us that we have an advocate. That's yes. not my job. That's Jesus's job. He, if he's sitting on the right hand of the Father, he's pleading, he's interceding on my behalf. It's not my job to prove to anybody who I am. That's his job. Part of the reason we get in trouble is because we keep trying to do somebody else's job. Mm-hmm. We keep trying to protect Stay ourselves. In your lane. Stay in your lane. I'm not supposed to protect myself. I'm not supposed to defend. Now, listen. I'm not sitting up here saying you sit there and let somebody go up your head. That's not go no. over by the head. That's not what I'm saying. No. Make sure, make sure we play that clue. But 
when it comes to like defending my own character. I don't have to do that. And and it takes now listen, this this is this is grown folk mature conversation because it takes a lot of personal restraint and a lot of comfort knowing the truth about who you are to let someone say something and you stand sure enough in knowing that Holy Spirit is always going to, he going to reveal. Mm-hmm. What's done in the dark is always going to come to the light. So that's I don't right. have to get into uh, defensive mode. See, that's how the spirit of offense keeps working. He attacks. You go on the defense trying to defend yourself. And while you're trying to defend yourself, the spirit of offense is sitting back on. That's exactly what I wanted. I yep. caused a division. I caused a distraction. Now they're communicating. Instead of one of us being the mature one to say, you know what? I need to remove myself from this situation. You have a blessed day. Now you can go into the car and have have it out. You can get the words out, and then you and God can talk about it. But what right. you did was you stopped the spirit of offense in his tracks. He can no longer operate because you did not give him space to turn you into an offender. That's, that's what we good. have to start practicing. Defending well, ourselves. Solid. That's good. I mean, that was a key word right there, though. The defending yeah. part, because that's yeah. something that we I, I would love to even dig into that. If there was a if there's one of these shows available, because I think that's getting to the root of why yeah. offense, the yeah. defending part. Well, you have to think about it, too, Tracy. We we. We have a tendency to believe that we are somewhere that we are not. Mm-hmm. And when we put ourselves on pedestal. And we want people to like like the animals in the zoo. Come look mm-hmm. at me. See me. Mm-hmm. I'm up on this pedestal seat. See what I can do. And what ends up happening is we end up finding what it is that we we have to do and the direction that we need to go in. And the key to it is, is that we also have to realize that sometimes God allowed that to happen so that we oh, can yeah. see where we really are. Yes. Of course. So so yes. that we can see we ain't really where we thought we were and we yes. really ain't who we thought we were. Yeah. Because he has a way of of bringing you down a few pegs so that you can get your whole life together because you misrepresenting him in the world and yeah. he can't have that. And so, you know, even with the Kirk Franklin situation and all of that, what we have to begin to see that instead of pointing fingers, start praying. Yes. Instead yes. Of, of, of sharing the, the audio and all of that, start praying. Yeah. Pray for the son that he gets mm-hmm. delivered from whatever it is that is creating the offense in his life. Mm-hmm. Pray for Kurt and the rest of the family that they can grow past this so that God can use it as a testimony to help somebody else out. Let's realize that a lot of times we want to throw these things under the rug and sweep them up under there and we want to hide them in the closet and do all of that. Well, all you're doing is feeding the spirit of offense, giving the spirit of offense more stuff to work with. Deal with your stuff. Deal with yourself. Pray for yourself. Deal with it. That part. (laughs) Pray for yourself. There you go. Lest it be you. Because you yeah. could be next, the next recording. That's very I be telling people, don't get to getting so self-righteous now. You better right. be careful with all that self-righteousness. Just because that's not your hang up, 
don't get it twisted somebody know your hang up and they just waiting for a moment so don't don't sit there and throw too many stones that's right pray for yourself earlier don't be throwing shade on other people because guess what you you might look up and that shade is on you exactly and so I, i want us to kind of wrap up and and to really look at this number one we know that this spirit of offense is real and we know that everybody has a term. Yeah. Okay, I don't care. I don't care how saved you are. You got a term. Yeah. And if it ain't happened, it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And so expect it and be prayed up and be have enough word in you that that word is gonna stand up in you, gonna check you for you to go sit down somewhere so that mm-hmm. you don't say anything that's gonna embarrass both you and God, right. and it's gonna mess with your witness mm-hmm. and it's gonna damage your ability to talk to other people because they saw you act the fool. Right. The other thing is do yourself work. You know that you've got areas in your life that you need to be working on. Do yourself work. I understand that nobody can fix you. You have to go back to the creator and seek that wholeness, that healing that leads to wholeness in your own life. And, and it's available to you. If he did it back in the Bible days, he's still doing it today. That's right. Absolutely. Don't ever think that that has stopped happening because no. it's still happening. Yes. You just no. don't need somebody to lay hands on you. The word of God says um, for you to lay hands on your own self mm-hmm. and deliver and heal your own self. The only way you can do that is if you spend some time with God and you've gone in there and got what you need because then he will anoint those hands. Mm-hmm. And he will tell you to lay your hands on yourself because mm-hmm. your wholeness through that healing is, is ready to come through. And then finally, understand this. Sometimes you need somebody that can help you work through this. It is no shame to get you a therapist, nope. to get That's you right. a counselor, That's to right. talk to somebody who is trained to be able to help walk you through this process. Mm-hmm. You know, the time of folks saying that Christians, that safe folk don't have no therapist, those days is over. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you need a non-interested party yes. to be able to hear you. That's it. And as you are sharing it with them, you hear yourself and you sound how, see how crazy you really sound. Mm-hmm. So that you can get what you need. Because let's face it. Therapists, doctors, everyone in the medical field is an extension of God's healing powers. Mm. That's why he put them here. Yeah. They have a purpose. And the purpose is for him to use them to help bring healing into your life. So anybody that tells you that a counselor is not good, they lied. A counselor Mm -hmm. is a wonderful thing to have. Mm -hmm. And if you have a job, check with your, your, um, human resources, because I'm sure there's an EAP that has services, immediate services that you can have. Also, look at the things that you want in your life and begin to operate in those things and recognize that the spirit of offense is real and that it will show up. Ladies, Mm -hmm. final thoughts. Lady. Oh. <laughs> I'm waiting on Tracy. Tracy waiting on me. <laughs> I think because then I got, uh, Brett was reading the comment 
I think that's what happened. And so I was like, okay, she probably gonna talk while I'm reading this comment. <laughs> My father, I, I don't know if I had one. <laughs> I will just say, I, I think this conversation has been very well, uh, very much needed. And I pray that um, as people are listening, that they will share the message from the standpoint of if we all would do the work, we would be able to move forward as a body. It's time mm -hmm. to do the self-work so that we can grow. That's the only way the kingdom is going to grow. Right. I think I did just pour out all that other stuff. Um, I guess I would just reiterate. It's about you looking internally, um, really making sure that you check every bit of what's going on in your own life first before you start, like it's already been said, start trying to heal everything else around you. Make sure that the healing starts within. Make sure you check your own triggers. Make sure you can really recognize, get to, like I always say, get to the root. We're not going to, don't, don't try to work on the surface part. Just get, get to the root of it first. Get to the why behind my reactions. Why am I offended? And why am I feeling like I have to defend? So whatever that is. So get to the root, go ahead and allow the wholeness to happen right there at the root and you'll see results. You don't have to worry about trying to fix the things that pop up on the surface. Let's not start there. The surface is the surface. Dig at the root and the surface will take care of itself. Amen. Um, we actually, all of us was kind of sidelined because there was a, a message that came in um, of someone asking for prayer. And so as we close out, um, I am going to close out in prayer, something that I normally do not do until after we're off the air and then we'll close out. But seeing as though um, I didn't know I was in New Zealand. Okay. Come on. That's <laughs> why I was like, come on. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello in New Zealand. Yes. Okay. So we're going to um, close out in prayer and we're just going to, we're going to seal what we have discussed we're going to sell it and and we are going to ask god to step into people's situations and to bring awareness mm -hmm. so that they can begin to be accountable to god for their own healing and wholeness mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. so dear heavenly father we just thank you for what it is that you have brought to us today we thank you for the word that has gone forth we thank you for the discussions that we have had we pray that every individual that has had any aspect of hearing what it is that we've discussed, that it will sit in their spirits and that it will begin to grow and help them to mature into the individuals that they are created, destined, and purposed to be. Lord Jesus, we know that offenses will come. You told us in your word, but that you also gave us a recipe of how to deal with them. Let us remind ourselves to go back into the word, to seek you and your righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. Lord Jesus, for the prayer request that has come through, we just ask that you would touch them in a mighty way. If healing is what is needed, step into their space and, and offer the healing according to your will and your way that you have already spoken over their lives. Allow them to begin to walk in the freedom that you have when we trust and live according to your word, 
And then Lord Jesus allowed them to be able to find the help that they need, to be able to find the, the resources that they need and give them peace in the midst of their storms, whatever it is that they're going through. We pray for them today. We lift them up. We honor you because you honor us by giving us life and allowing us to have this platform. So Lord Jesus, we just ask that you would touch, that you would heal and that you would deliver as you see fit. That whatever your will is, that it will play out in each and every one of our lives and that you will be magnified through the lives that we live publicly and privately. Lord Jesus, we thank you, we praise you, we magnify you and we lift you up. For it's in Jesus name we pray, amen. 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 So we just thank God for today. We thank him for what we were able to do. We thank him for the word that has gone forth. Mm -hmm. um, Tracy, we pray much for, for your affirmities and that thank God you. would step into the mix of that and be able to bring healing. Yes, amen. And and Oticia, we pray that the tornadoes will continue to pass over. That's over. Because <laughs> we know that God is able and that he can. Amen. So this has been another episode of Girls Talk Real Talk. Because you know what? When girls talk, just about anything can happen. So we'll see you next week at 6 o'clock with another great show. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.